0: You're rocking the the jet green right now, Adam Sandler. Right. Number one, you were Rich Eisen. The second will be, I see Brad Hirschberg. <laughs> Dennis Miller. The and-
1: autumn wind is caused <laughs> by global warming. <laughs>
0: uh, a legend in the booth, Jim Brockmar I do love watching Tebow play. I mm-hmm. gotta say, he just he combines all oh, the fiery
2: leadership of Ray Lewis with the uh, with the throwing ability of Ray Lewis. <laughs> and uh... I don't download. But when I do, I prefer the Rich Eisen Podcast.
0: Here's your host, Rich Eisen. Welcome to the latest edition of the Rich Eisen Podcast. Here we are on the very cusp of June, otherwise known as the month before training camps open in the National Football League. That is the, the slim way we view the world here at the network owned by the National Football League and the media that brings you this podcast each and every week. Uh, Chris Law, my trusty podcast producer on the other side of the glass. Richard, how you NFL.com's Chris Law. Although there, there really is no one way to pigeonhole you, Chris. You know, there's, yeah, there's, that's, uh, that's, there's not one medium to uh, tie you down. you I'm, got too much. Uh, you got too much on your plate.
2: Kind of like Magic Johnson. I can go one through five. <laughs> I can play it all. You know? Is that, is that the, the right? Did side. you just
0: compare yourself to Magic freaking Johnson? Who is Penn
2: State's the... most famous basketball player? Oh, you should just be that guy.
0: Uh, actually... Oh. He wrote a book about his uh, his life, didn't he? Uh,
2: Je- well, well, Jesse, no. I'm no, I'm talking about
0: the center. John Amici. Oh, Amici. John Amici, yeah. no,
2: no, Amici's pro- well, he might be one of our he, most famous. Definitely people. most famous. Joe Crispin is, is loyal in my heart. So the guy was
0: okay. lights What about, out what about Calvin range.
2: Booth? Calvin Booth. I've played against him at the intramural building on Penn State's campus. That's Chris Pantles. Brockman poking yeah. the Chris
0: Law, uh, Nittany Line Rattlesnake the, over there. Good to see you, Chris Brockman. Rich, good, good to see, see you. How are you? Um, I'm great. Uh, for a couple reasons, one is our guest today is Matt Light,
2: of oh, the New England I Patriots. I
0: know because you're a Patriot fan. That's true. You are uh, straight out of Goodwill Hunting Central Casting. I was an extra. Um, Matt Light is one of my favorite people to interview. In the soon to be nine years that I've been doing this job in full, love this guy. Purdue Boilermaker, funny, engaging, intelligent, and a champion. Three, Eleven years in the NFL. Over. Three Super Bowls, five Super Bowl appearances, and the protector of Tom Brady had the man's blind side. Ever since uh, Mo Lewis ruptured the internal organs of Drew Bledsoe, Uh, Matt Light was protecting uh, Tom Brady's blind side. And uh, and Matt's going to be here. And, of course, uh, I will get him to reveal every secret of the New England Patriots possible. Because why not? I mean, the man's retired. What does he have he have to lose? Exactly. You know, I know they'll, they'll, the, you know, he wants to get inducted into the New England Patriot Hall of Fame or Ring of Honor one day. I think he's going to be in, regardless if if he if he tells us the secret And he probably wants to be a member of
2: the media at some point, so he's.
0: Oh, he is part of the paparazzi. Total Access. He was on Total Access oh, yeah. last week.
2: Did the so car wash? He's already
0: there. Did the car wash, including the Bristol car wash? I think I saw him on, in the whole Bristol car wash. Yeah, I think he was there just which, before. You know, so is what it is, as they say. It is what it is. That's fine. It's totally cool. I went through the car wash for for seven plus years, <laughs> and before I was at the car wash of Bristol, I was in Redding, California at KRCR TV, the spirit of the North State, as they say, and that ABC affiliate up in the Redding Chico market. And another reason why I'm excited right now is to your right, Chris Brockman, listening to us prattle on for the last couple of minutes is one, uh, Katie Brown, who uh, I spent um, uh, an entire, uh, I guess. Two semesters at uh, the Medill School of Journalism back in the day. Twelve-month
3: program. Twelve-month. Well,
0: I went for nine months.
3: Oh, I, he, he was remember, too smart. So I did, got I, got got to sold sold
0: it, I got to skip the right. first three. I got to skip the first three months course. of that program while Katie and the rest of the They didn't uh, want him for uh, a whole graduates. year. He drove
3: them crazy. No, no, no. Oh, no I no.
0: I I had my three years of experience at the Staten Island <laughs> Advance newspaper in my hometown of Staten Island, New York. Okay. So I didn't have to mm. do the who, what, when, where, and why, I guess, for introduction. I just cut straight to the heart of the matter and showed up. Um, in December of 1993, that th- showed up actually September of 93. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Katie uh, and I went to school together. And then uh, Katie got a job at uh, KRCR Television in uh, Redding, California.
3: I got my first job before Rich. Ooh. She did
0: and told me that there was a job opening. I applied and through uh, so much you
2: followed in her footsteps.
0: Well, I did. I did. I may not be sitting here today if it isn't. Uh, wasn't for... Uh, Thank you.
3: His parents still credit me with the beginning of his career. That's
2: amazing.
0: I, I don't recall that, <laughs> but I mean... Can we get Richard's <laughs> but anyway, rate, uh, Katie is one of the people yeah, in, in my... I know. And that's why I, she was here uh, visiting family and uh, here... Um, so you're not from out here?
3: No, I live she's in from Portland. from Northern
0: California. I'm from oh, Northern California, yes, but from, I live in Portland. She lives in Portland where you have spent the last 15 years. 15 years. Wow.
3: Yeah, a long time.
2: And I assume you mean Portland, Oregon, not no, Portland,
0: Portland, Oregon. Oregon. Yeah, no, yeah. that's right. That's right. Oregon. Portland, Oregon, 15 years. What's the television station?
3: I was 15 years at K- KATU TV.
0: KATU Television. That's she's crazy. she's seen the Portland Trailblazers go up oh. and down and up and yeah. down. and Yeah,
3: all over the place.
0: And the Oregon Ducks and the Oregon State uh, Beavers,
3: and the Portland Timbers. Now, don't forget Major League Soccer.
0: Okay, which is like, huge in not, the, <laughs> <it's> huge <laughs> in <laughs> the <laughs> Northwest, right? It is. Soccer's we have, huge Well, I mean, it, up in Seattle, for sure. We have sure a too. lot of
3: Seahawks ticket ho- season ticket holders in Portland too. Yeah, they that's right. So the miles. Seahawks
0: are definitely a bit, the Portland market is all well, Seattle, Paul, right? Uh, Paul Allen
2: also owns the Blazers. That's
0: true. Yes. That's the so connection. A lot of ties. The crazy tweeter of the of the NFL draft. That guy's crazy. The Tweetmeister. All right, so how his- about it? How about it? Katie knows, that, in other words, w- w- what I was sitting with the whole setup is that uh, she knows where all the bodies are buried. <laughs> Essentially. I don't, I don't even know
2: where to go. So, well, I so you guys met in class? Yes. At, at yes. school. So... How? What is the first social hangout like? Uh, you guys after you guys your class goes out for a few few beers. You guys working on a project together, a presentation, and all, of all of all it, camera, all of it, everything.
3: And in fact, Rich and I were working on our projects together, our final projects, mm-hmm. and there was the mother snowstorm of all snowstorms, and our. Teacher advisor Rick Brown was like, "Oh, it's the- well, you do your Rick Brown impersonation." Oh, I haven't
0: done that in years. No. I mean, he was a mumbler. He was like the guy from Dick Tracy. He was a Dick Tracy villain. We were all afraid of him. We, <laughs> we were, were afraid all of afraid of him. But How it was because he because he that's the best part about the Medill School of Journalism program. All the teachers, all the teachers treated us, gave us a glimpse of what the real world was going to be. They were not there to prod us. No. They all gave us the real life this is the way your superiors are going to treat you type lesson, right. which could not have been, that, that was, was maybe the most valuable yeah. stuff out of that program. Right. I mean, yes, and he so scared me down to my he, socks. Right he around.
3: didn't talk much, but he man, not. he was scary anyway. So he, he, he acted like this was a few flurries coming down. And I mean, Rich couldn't get Rich's car was buried for about a month. He couldn't get it Which out. It? What's, uh,
0: what's, what what are remember? you driving? Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, what are you driving? I these was days? driving a Honda Accord. <laughs> I was, and and by the way, it was in a, it was in a great parking spot. Like I didn't want to move it.
3: <laughs> he didn't have to. this?
0: this is how bad the snowstorm was. Is before I moved out to Chicago, I had the key punch. Um, security system disabled because it was it wasn't working half Please. as much so they cut the i watched the staten island honda uh person <laughs> cut the wires on this thing and tie them off cut them whole system was disabled never used it once and when the the uh the time came for me to move my car finally In the middle of this snowstorm, I had to move it, otherwise it would get towed. It still got towed anyway, because when I turned the key, the snow and the freezing cold reactivated <laughs> the alarm system <laughs> must have attached the wires in some way i'll never forget as it was driving as being towed down the road and snow you could hardly see it it was 10 feet in the distance and you couldn't see it anymore but you could hear it, <laughs> it because the alarm was going up. Nice. that's how bad it was and we had to go out in and that- do our final project yes.
3: and we had to shoot the stories and rich because you know rich is always ahead of the curve And he knew that Nightline was going to be doing a story the following year on the um, Northwestern Athletic Program and how they struggled to compete in the conference, given they were, you know, the smart kids. Right. So he was doing his whole project on Northwestern Athletics, and we had to, you know, go up to Evanston, do all these stories. And um, it was... A nightmare. It in the, was
0: in the snow. I interviewed the uh, the basketball coach at the time was the the late Ricky Birdsong. Oh yeah, yeah. If you remember, he got sh- uh, he got gunned down on the streets of. Uh, well,
3: and he's the, he went up in the stands, right? Did uh, he, he did up before
0: th- that, but yeah, <laughs> yes. I mean uh, the late Ricky Birdsong and uh, uh, the career uh, uh, the late uh, career wise uh, head coach uh, of the uh, Gary North. Yes, Gary Barnett. Gary Barnett. Gary Barnett who then went to Colorado based yes. on him taking Northwestern to, to the, Rose uh, the Rose Bowl. And we all know uh, Gary's... Uh, and this was the, the year before...
2: Some issues, yeah. Yeah, yeah. this
0: was is the
3: year before the Rose Bowl.
0: This is the year before the Rose Bowl. The I know, that's Bowl. right. And he was talking about making it, and we were all like, okay. And turn it around. Like, we were thinking, uh, okay, yeah, whatever. Okay. Okay, no, no, yes. But bottom line is, uh, I um, Katie was the camera operator I, did,
3: yes, I shot his story right
0: and then I then turned around and I was the camera sure operator is. for yours which was oh I, no it God, sort God. of slips do. my mind because it wasn't nearly as fact, what was your was, final project on again was. what was it on again what did I have to frame up border. and focus and white balance for what did I have to do <laughs> it was on border crossers border crossers which by from, the way is from Canada par- or yeah, from, border crossers from <laughs> Indiana I forgot what it was from <laughs> no. Iowa it was, St. It, St. It was, it was border crosses, as you know. It was the scourge of Chicago. It
3: was kids here from Chicago who lie oh, and say right. that they live in the rich surrounding school districts. So they can go to the better schools. Uh, I'm sorry. That's an episode
2: of just, Friday Night Lights, right? That is true. It wasn't so, uh. nearly as
0: exciting.
3: And this is when we were in the middle of shooting our projects. Rich said to me. You know, I think maybe you should rethink this news thing. I'm thinking maybe you should be in sports because you like my project more
0: <laughs> than <laughs> you like your own. <laughs> and is by the, the way, way, I was right. Was that a big issue in
2: 1993?
0: Oh, come on, man. Come J- on. Jerry it's the Mandarin scourge of, of Chicago. Kind of, it's the so. scourge of Chicago. But I'm sure it happens uh, quite a bit. And uh, so that I was shooting that. And then we went to Washington, D.C., which was the final three months oh. of the program now that was well that he was scored
3: because awesome. we all had little we all had local tv stations reported for he of course reported for one from arkansas and who was president at the time
0: bill clinton bill
3: clinton uh, and who won the national championship arkansas in March, razorbacks so, Rich, we're sitting there as Rich is going no to the one. White House mm-hmm. and interviewing Bill Clinton. The, well, me. I mean, I
0: didn't interview him. Uh, the station, the local station, Hog with the news center, I think 4029 was the uh, station because it was Fort Smith Fort and, Smith and, and Fayetteville. 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 Right. So um, my friend worked for them. Did, they, did he? Did, who? Uh, he uh, or she?
2: No, my friend Rich, who knows Jim Morrow, who worked in Louisiana. Wow. Worked for that. That was his first job. He was there eighteen months. And so
0: that, who's the Kevin Bacon in that scenario right there? That's that's four degrees. Yeah, I think <laughs> of separation. Yeah.
3: Well, Rich was the star because. Why would you say that? No, no, no. Because <laughs> we were. I will have to say he did these stories and. You know, over the national championship, I can't remember some of the other shows. They kept getting picked up by the CBS overnight news. Here were stupid little students reporting for free, begging to try and get our stories on TV. And Rich is going on the network news overnight.
0: Well, here's what I did is because as Katie was explaining, the the Northwestern setup was all of these local stations. There's a bunch of local stations around the country that couldn't afford essentially to have a correspondent in Washington D.C., so they used us. The students, as their the correspondents, gotcha. probably paid you know paid the school some money, and the schools like, fine, we don't pay the kids; right. they, they'll just get it for experience, which was great. Yeah, it, no, was it was awesome. Fan- it was a great setup, right? So we each got uh, an affiliate, a television station. I assigned was with the to us. Orange Where County News, News Channel, well, OCN. Oh. Now that was not yes. bad. That was a good. one. I was jealous. That was a I'm, a I'm like, prime wow, how'd you get Orange County News yes. Channel? Yeah, she got OCN. Not to be confused with OCNN. That's true. Yes. Which is a completely different. Completely you know, different. that's the you know Orange County News <laughs> by the way, that would be great. I would have loved to have been an OCNN correspondent for the Medill School of Journalism. So uh, I not only you know did my stuff for K Hog, um, but I decided I went to uh, Professor Lou Prado, who, by the way, is the Penn chief state historian Nittany. of Penn State yes. Nittany Lion football. Oh, you have read you have read articles written by him. He has uh, Katie. He has, I believe, written the the. Absolute one hundred percent lock solid historical book on the history of Penn State football. Yes,
3: and nice. I went to a Penn State game with him. He is Mister Penn State. Mr. Penn. And
0: when and went and when uh, before I interviewed at the Radio and Television News Directors Association, uh, the RTNDA um, uh, uh, convention, uh, interviewed Cal Hunter, our former boss at at KRCR Television. The guy who you said, you got to hire this guy. You told Cal to hire. And I uh, twist his arm 15 ways to Sunday. Uh, He was there. And before I interviewed with him, I watched a Penn State-Michigan game with Lou. And watched Michigan lose, I believe, for the first time against Penn State. And maybe first in... Only time in like a ten-year span. This
2: was uh, ninety-four. Yes, sir. Yeah, I remember the game. Bobby Ingram over the middle, kind of touched. Yes,
0: sir. Yeah, and I watched that with that. him in his in his hotel room with him and his wife and all these other Nittany Line freaks. Oh yeah. But yeah. at any rate, uh, Professor Lou Prado, um, I went to him and I said, "Listen, can I do sports stories for all the affiliates? Like I'll be I'll be the feature sports feature guy." So I ended up not only doing for K Hog. A feature, uh, a story on all of the Arkansas uh, congressional delegation staffers watching the national championship game at a bar to add the flavor. Nice for K Hog. I covered the. Olympic team. Remember the Winter Olympic team went to the White House. Yes, the Winter Olympic team came to the White House to be honored by Bill Clinton. They gave him a signed luge and stuff like that. I did Great. a piece on that for all the affiliates and that's what
3: Made it the overnight made news. Made the overnight
0: news. Made you- the morning news. Somebody a buddy of mine from New York's calling me up saying, I'm watching you on Good Morning America. And I'm like, What? Yeah, Are that you that talking we were about. out of
3: our minds like we were, were students you don't even great. have your degree like, huh? master's in journalism yet and you're on Good morning America
0: and and the uh, yeah that I was like what and the, and the first piece with the uh, Arkansas Razorbacks somebody somebody else picked it up and I remember Professor Prado in this perfect example. Uh, went in and I didn't do another, I, I don't think I did another story for like 10 days after that. <laughs>
3: he <laughs> said, Oh, he, I, he was so mad. He was, I mean, he called you out. Like, what, what do you think your career's done now? or That's
0: something?' <laughs> because <laughs> you made, you don't have to Big do time. anything
3: else the rest of the semester. I'm
0: telling you that was great. It was great. Like I knew 100%, you know, who's calling you?
2: That's not. That's not. That's not me. Who in the world's calling me? Either. That's not me. Either. That isn't me either. Promise Somebody me. might have left. Somebody the phone
0: left, in left in it. There. Did Damashek leave his phone in here? Most that's likely, like that's oh boy. Uh, But, but anyway, yes. Because
3: of that, I must say. So anyway, Rich was the star student uh, from back when. Oh my god. <laughs> he was. He was. But Could so anybody
2: well, else in this class that we would know? Because Northwestern pumps out a lot of well-known.
0: True.
3: Uh, Alina People. Cho, who is on yeah. CNN.
0: Well, she wasn't in our class. She was. But she we was graduated at the same time. Right. We just
3: sort of did reverse programs. But she right. was technically we graduated with her. Did we?
0: Yes. We walked
3: with her. We walked with her. Okay. She just flipped. I thought she was
0: just the program. She was the you know in front of us. No, we walked with her. You, here's another funny story. You were with. And me, wh- you
3: hadn't heard of me before. Oh no! I, I said in addition <laughs> to the two <laughs> of, <laughs> you, of I'm kidding. You. Yeah. And were
0: you were you with me at Jordan's retirement press conference? Did you come with me, or you didn't? Mm-hmm. Because uh, we were in I mean, the Chicago we, quarter. You were at Jordan's retirement press conference. I was at Jordan's in the Chicago no, quarter. No, I wasn't. Jordan's first retirement in press October 93. When in, when in, in October of 93. When he left to play 93. baseball. Right. right. And also uh, no, Jim, but- Jim Riggleman's introductory press conference as the new Cubs manager. Oh, I was God. there for that. And it was a noontime presser. I showed up at 1030 just to get there early. I <laughs> also get out of class. Showed up there at 1030. Guess who was sitting there already? Three Bloody Marys in. True story. Harry Carey. Yes. Really? Already, like At Will Ferrell, like Will Ferrell, whatever Will Ferrell's imitation is, 100% did you talk to him? spot on. Of course I did.
2: What of course was, I did. Just chatted like? for like
0: 15 minutes. Jim Riggleman is going to be one of the greatest <laughs> Cubs managers of all time. Mark my words. And, of course, it wasn't just me there. There were the beat riders listening okay. to him. He was singing the praises of Jim Riggleman, who lasted, what, like, uh, no, no, it was not Jim Riggleman. Tom Treblehorn. Sounds I the same, thought Jim, uh, Jim Riggleman was the Tom, White Sox. I yeah, thought. no, Tom Treblehorn. I don't was remember. The, yeah, Tom Treblehorn. Yeah, At any that. rate.
3: I think Tom Treblehorn. I'll have to look that up. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. but you know what? We did watch together.
0: No. What?
3: The Ford Bronco. Yes, we, we did. We were at our graduation you, oh, from did Northwestern. Did we were out Bronco. to dinner with our parents. Yes. While in a bar in Chicago, in a bar in Chicago, while yep. the Bronco chase is going on, and we were watching, you know, the split screen of the NBA finals right. and Spurs the Spurs and Knicks. Yes. And so we were at dinner, and I remember saying, like, we we can't really sit. Like history is going yeah. on. Yeah. We well, left the table. So Rocket, we left the Rockets table. Knicks.
0: Rockets Knicks. That's right. Rockets. Rockets Knicks. Right. Hakeem Olajuwon. Yep. Rockets Knicks. Right.
3: So we, I remember we left the table because we when we sat there saying, like, this is history that is going on. Yeah, we left.
0: Is- was it but June 17th? was Whatever that day yeah. was, it was the white Ford Bronco. And I remember, I remember I was at dinner. We went to dinner, and I'm like, I can't believe I'm missing the Knicks and the, uh, the Rockets. And, uh, and they remember they had it on a split screen. Yeah, it has right? split and screen. They had a split screen. And box. there were like 30 of us around. It wasn't just us who left no, no, our no, table. No, it wasn't just us. The, whole, the, whole, the whole place left their table watching the white Ford Bronco. And I just knew I just had to say something. There was just the pins dropping. And I'm like, that was a flagrant foul! <laughs> we were looking you at were watching like, the Knicks game. Come on! <laughs> but I'll ne- I will never forget, because tur- everyone turned the, the sound up, and it was oh, Tom yeah. Brokaw yeah. who was an- anchoring the coverage for NBC. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget, Brokaw was finally well, after OJ. with Bob Costas. As soon as OJ was done, as soon as OJ surrendered himself, got out of the car and went back into his house, I'll, I'll never forget this. You know, Brokaw is like, we'll have more on this later on and on, on NBC Nightly News. You know, let's go back now uh, to <laughs> uh, was awesome. a game. It, was, it wasn't cost It was Marv. Yep. It was like, let's go back now to uh, the Game uh, 5 and Progress and Marv Albert. Yeah. So this is why Marv's one of my favorites. Marv, you know, I grew up from New York. This is Marv. Marv's the greatest. Yes. And so Marv goes like this. Uh, that is uh, what's happening in Southern California. <laughs> And we'll have more on that later on. Pause. Third quarter here in Madison <laughs> Square Garden. Nick's down by, you know, like, just like pause.
3: And, then and, we're, back. Back up and we're, we're back.
0: we're back. I mean, that's it, right? How else do you broadcast that's something a, like, you like that? But I do remember that. That was our graduation day and mm-hmm. family dinner.
3: Yeah, it was. And Rich and I anchored our first show together in Chicago. I think we were, I, I was oh, your God. first co-anchor. <laughs> I have the video. No, you He don't. was you have terrible. It. You have the video. I have the video. Oh it was my God. It Was he like Ron
2: Burgundy and like you, would, oh. you could type anything in the television? Is there any way you can oh. bring that <laughs> <it> in tomorrow? <laughs> you have no idea. Can you bring oh that God. in tomorrow <laughs> so we can put it on TV? <laughs>
0: well, well it was, it was all our final projects our final were put project. together. All of our final projects in a news magazine and then they had us anchor, anchor it. Right? And oh, you were – oh, God. And we
3: were co-anchors and – I mean we were both stiff. What's the coif
2: doing at this point in
3: Yeah, a – big Chia Pet-like. Big And he got in big trouble for saying, I'll never forget. I always think of this line with Rich because our professor was so unhappy. say the line for us right? oh can't god
0: you? so i did a, a mock you know sports cast also and i think i said somebody was uh, laying a log right yes so said somebody, said somebody was laying, laying, a, laying log. a log and
3: our professor is like you can't say that she was a producer for cbs news and i mean she just broke it you can't say laying a log on tv i mean she, you would have thought he actually said it over the I air should try it. i should
0: i should try it on on game day highlights this fall laying just to log. just as Tell Just my see. professor, see, I can say laying alive. Mean, it's not appropriate by any stretch of the imagination. There's and no way to work it, it in. it. Would, did, we work it, it would
2: really be the least appropriate thing that you guys have said on game <laughs> day <of the> final. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Out of all the highly <laughs> inappropriate well, things, Michael Irvin we on top said, of the, Bronx, right? top <laughs> of
0: the <Bronx. laughs> But we have we so many memories, and And then we started our actual professional careers together, in in California. And I told this is what I was saying. I told the news director.
3: I, we brought Rich had to pay his own way to come to Reading, oh, yeah. just to interview him. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and we went to lunch, the sports director and Rich, and the news director and me, and I was driving with the news director, and we go back and Cal Hunter, he said, well, Katie, your friend's very nice, but he's not getting the job. <laughs> and I said, Cal, that's your decision, but I will promise you this, if you do not hire him, it will go down as your biggest career mistake ever. Because he is going to be big one day, and you can either say you're the guy who gave him <laughs> his start, or oh, you are the, the guy, guy the who passed on him.
2: Nice. Wow, that sounds. There Cal Hunter. That sounds like the name of a. You are too much. A, of
0: a, of a, Cal Hunter. Yeah. That, Cal Hunter. Like Cal he was, and he, he was, he was also a. Um, uh, he was the main anchor. He was, he the was main one anchor, of those. Yes. If you ever anybody out there. Who's starting their career, <laughs> and you walk into a shop, and your news director is it's also the main, main anchor. anchor. Look out! <laughs> yes, look out, Cal Hunter. Everybody, let me. Uh, you know, I don't want to. It's a nice math Sounds like <laughs> so. Um, but uh, here's but here's here's the backstory though to that is is Katie was like you know you gotta you know apply so I apply she tells me the job's open Cal I call him up after he blows me off about five times i call him up and i'm like listen you know i've I, i've got uh, i just graduated northwestern blah, blah blah and he says to me i don't need somebody with a graduate degree what <laughs> i need is somebody who's going to take this three-quarter inch camera and go shoot a f- high school football game and edit it and go and get it on the air in time and 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 be the sportscaster for it and i'm like i'll totally do that for you and i'm like you know, I have three years of, of local news experience. I know how to deal with uh, you know community relations. I know I know exactly what what makes a, a community tick. Staten Island, New York, and right. Redding, California, may not be you know anywhere close to anything. Like when I went out to Redding, it was like a. An episode of Northern Exposure, like the New York Jew in the forest with these, you know, people. Or you were out of place people. there. I was a little bit out of place there. I, like, I mean, you're from Northern California, so you, you know, you're, you're just down the road about four hours where you grew up. So at any rate, um, so I, I, he says to me, if the job is still open at the uh, RTNDA convention, I was telling you about where I saw the game with Lou Prado. If the job's still open, I will see you then. Call me in a couple of weeks. Call him. Is his job still open? Yes, the job is still open. I've stayed in my brother's couch because he's from he, my brother who lives down in the South Bay. Stayed on his couch and, uh, and interviewed. And he said, you need to now make your way up to Reading so he can audition you, which is you said I paid my own way. The reason he, now and then eventually he did hire me. Here's the reason why. Not just your prodding and kind, <laughs> your, your, your kind words, Katie. The reason why, why was the news director of, of KRCR Television at the Radio and Television News Directors Association Convention in Los Angeles? Well, uh, uh, the station had just acquired the rights to air the syndicated talk show Marilu. Oh, yeah. Marilu Henner.
3: Marilu Henner. Good one.
0: Who was in person at this convention, and he went down to interview her for like a three-part series or something. Wow. <laughs> you know, cross-promotion, you know? Wow. Plus, I'm sure he wanted to hang with Marilou Henner, knowing him. But at any rate, um, so that's why it was still open there. reason why the job was still open is did – did have you ever heard this story? You've heard I, this story. I don't know that I have. He wanted a hire. The reason why he, he wasn't interested in hiring me might have been tenfold, and you, you may have helped erase like nine of his ten inhibitions. <laughs> but the one thing that he wanted – he wanted to hire the guy who was like the number three to Royal Cortain at the CBS affiliate in our market in Chico. Remember him? He oh, was a young yes. young guy. I yes, forget yes, his yes, name, yes. but he I was a young guy, that. just like we we, we were. Were, um, and uh, young guy wanted to hire him. Only issue is this: the the uh, station gave us to go out and report a white Ford Escort. They had a fleet of white Ford escorts at KRCR. You're laughing already. You remember these cars, right? Oh, White yes. Ford escorts with this station logo emblazoned on the side. So <laughs> yes, you, Chris Brockman, and you, Chris Law, if you were up there, you knew who was on the scene. Makes the sense. The spirit of the freaking North State. Makes KRCR sense. Television, the NBC yeah. affiliate of the Red East Market. Branding. White Ford escorts. They handed <laughs> you the key to the car. Go out. Go out and shoot that volleyball game or go out and shoot that meeting, whatever you were doing, Katie. We had the white Ford escorts. The kid from Chico had two outstanding speeding tickets and was deemed uninsurable by the station's insurance agent and thus unhirable. I wow. had a clean driving record. And there you go. Hired.
3: Thank. Wow. I do remember that now. You remember that, that now? Yes. Okay.
0: So my my uh, advice, so many people come up it. to me and say, how do you get started? What's the most important thing? I always say, be yourself. Never take no for an answer. Stop at every red light <laughs> and go the speed limit. It's funny. You when I was just get, never know.
2: When I was getting out of college and looking for TV jobs because I went to school for TV before I got into print.
0: Mm-hmm. That
2: was one of the things on every online application. Yeah. Clean driving record.
0: I'm serious. I'm serious. I if I had an outstanding speeding ticket, I might not. I mean, I might not be here today.
3: I remember that now that that, that you remember the you
0: remember the white Ford Escorts, too.
3: I re- how could you forget? Of course, I remember. I, of course, I remember those. And I, one of my, I just have to. One of my favorite time moments ever in reading with Rich was um, he hired a handwriting analyst.
2: <laughs> you did. <I> did.
3: <laughs> we, he has to tell his story, but this woman came in <laughs> oh and
0: I shot God. the interview for you Rich, you and didn't. we were in a conference room. Well, it was the uh, the there the was geek. somebody called Jimmy the Geek. Okay. OK, for the high school football scene in Redding, which, as you might imagine, in any town in America, pretty hot and competitive. OK, high school football. This is really Yeah. So uh, there was somebody out there who would be putting out like this one sheet, a handwritten one sheet with these also these odd drawings. Right. That went with each game. To not
3: Predictions predict,
0: and, and also, but there it was a lot of cheekiness a involved. Yeah, a little, in little there. snarkiness in yes. there, and it and it created, it ruffled some feathers, and a lot of people were wondering who, because it, it would just magically appear in people's mailboxes in schools, so right So became slots. the
3: investigative reporter to find out who, <laughs> who is. Was it,
0: the Geek? was it gambling?
3: No, no, no. It was no. just like a in a high school. Magically, in the coaching. Yeah, who's going to win
0: between Foothill and Shasta this oh, weekend? Okay. It's going to be Shasta, and here's the reason why. And it was very snarky. But somebody some was of the reasons doing why. it,
3: and, finding and, a way and way to some get inside information was schools. out there
0: too. Yes, it ruffled some feathers.
3: Some stuff that yeah. people wouldn't know, yeah. you know, and yeah. then they would magically appear at all the different schools, and the coach, that you know, so people. So Rich set out to find out who is Jimmy the Geek,
0: and 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 the, the only handwriting expert I could find. How old was she? Ninety, <laughs> probably. <laughs> she Are you, ninety-five? Like she. She definitely saw the Titanic um, go under. She, yeah, she might have. She might have. She might have <laughs> dated Leo no, back is, in that day. Is your
2: dedication that are you paying for this pr- lady yourself? Or is I, this coming out. I of the believe. I,
0: I did. I. That's a good question. Did no. I expense it? I don't know. I had. I don't know. But there she wasn't took much her, expense reporting. there. <laughs> yeah. Let her her me tell you. This is a great story yeah, about Cal Hunter. And I'll tell you, we could go on and on about this. And you've got to get going. And Matt Light is is waiting. Here's talking about expense report. What was your starting salary? $7.14 an
3: hour. An hour. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Mine was 6 75 an hour. That's what I got. And by the way, benefits? Ha. Good luck. Okay, that's sure. That's okay. Good luck. Yeah. And you're coming out of <laughs> business <Benefits laughs> school by, with a master's. Go, go buy that big yeah. bottle of uh, generic Advil <laughs> at the Food for Less. That's your that's that's your Acme that's your that's your health to- plan. Acme toothpaste. Okay, um, so uh, six seventy five an hour, and I remember I was hired. Uh, my first day was election night of ninety four. That was my so first day. In November. November. Yeah. So here it is, right before the holidays, and Cal calls me in. Me sitting with him, and he says to me that my probation period is now over. Which is great because I didn't know there was a probation period, so it's single secret probation. Okay, that's my first thought as I'm sitting across from this guy. Okay,
3: like, I was on like, I had no idea. Single se-
0: it's single secret single. probation. Okay, and not double. Right. So he says my probation period is now over. Congratulations. Well, thank you, Cal. I appreciate that. He goes, "You're going to get a raise." Really? Had a folded up piece of paper stapled at the top shoves it across the table at me you remember the story (laughs) she's laughing shoves it across from me i then you know as he watches i have to somehow open the piece of paper because it has been stapled has been stapled shut for no reason sealed for i don't know uh open it up and it's a piece of paper typewritten up uh your salary was blank your new salary is blank in the first blank was written six seventy five. In the new blank, six ninety five. <laughs> nice.
3: Twenty cents. An six
0: $6. ninety five, yes. and I like he and he looks at me like expecting the hosannas. <laughs> Bist yeah, expecting the thank you, like the the gratitude, like waiting for it. And I, again, you know. You guys, and you all, jeez, you don't know the way I operate. You know, the the, the my, my mind is spinning, and the question is, what what does the filter catch? Right. And the filter caught this. Cal, I am so glad I'm going to go out and buy a Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> and it may just have to be fun size. Because that's all, you know, that's, that's our experience. This oh is part of how gosh. our relationship as friends have been forged these
3: are days you just, you can't replicate. I mean. Are,
0: you can't. No. Never.
2: You're, You're making it up as you go. We were. We
0: were. We were pretty damn good, though. We, uh, we were really good. You well, were really, you, you were. I need, I need to see this too. tape
2: of you. Yeah, we've got to get that sent to us, and we're going to put will. it up on the blog. Oh
3: my yes, God. and I do have the really tape. I, I have the tape. I also told him where he said he was boiling in his own sweat. I don't know if you know about that story. No. That was like the greatest. Just tell that real quick, because that's like the best all time story. Okay, read. so
0: here's the deal. Uh, at the teleprompter.
2: We'll, we'll, we'll end it with this one, though, because she has to be downtown at 2. Okay, I know. so. Yes. All
0: right, yeah. So uh, the teleprompter, um, back in our day when we were anchoring, uh, was a foot pedal underneath the desk. Because there's no you know so you, hand operator it that you did yourself. yes so you would, you would add you'd add pressure to go faster and right. take your foot it was like driving a car and uh, much like driving a car, um, it can crash it can crash and so you know I would sit down for the sports cast I'd come in sidle up next to the news anchor who would then use their foot and pass the pedal underneath in the commercial brake. that's how you operated the foot pedal. Well, on Saturday, you were really alone like to the point where there wasn't even any handheld, there was no camera operator at all. It would just, the the person who was directing the show would also push the buttons for the tapes, and before that, in the commercial break, set the camera up and leave the room. A two-man band operation for a live broadcast on Saturday.
2: What market is this? Redding <laughs> like Chico Market.
0: It was one th- I don't know what it is now. Is not, it? It's in the low 130s sure. or high 120s now.
2: A lot's changed because we have a three man band. That's right.
0: <laughs> 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 As you can see, I'm used to this sort of stuff. Okay? From the beginning you know, uh, up until the present day. So, this this, this sports cast, I mean, to call it a disaster is really uh, doing a disservice to the Hindenburg. I'm telling you, this nothing worked. The prompter. Crashed. It went to as they say Greek, right? That's what we always do. Mike Mangus, yeah. who I can't the believe even mentioned his out. name, who's the sports director. Probably I was. We talked about it lunch moments ago. He
3: married me, and he was he married you. Yeah.
0: That's right. He's a Special pastor, man. also. He, he married married Katie and saved my job countless times. He would never admit that. He'd probably get really ticked off that we're even talking about it. And that's why I didn't say the word pissed off. He'd be pissed. He's He'd be still ticked. there. He's I mean, still there. He's still there. He's the news anchor now. He's since taken over Cal's job, which is, by the way, a delicious. Turn of events. Let's call it the what it is. So um, he's a don't you could laugh. <laughs> You're just taking me back. It's <laughs> fantastic. It's the truth. It's like. the truth. It's the truth. So at any rate, um, oh. uh, the, the Mike Mangus always would go. The prompter would go to Greek. It would be English as and you have symbols. written. And oh, yeah, right, asterisk, right. exclamation point, all sorts of things that you know. So the prompt is going to Greek. Tapes are going to black. The uh, uh, the graphics aren't working properly. I mean, nothing. And I forget
3: the guy. Who was the guy in the back? Oh, he was new. He didn't know what he was doing. Not good. It was bad. Everything was going wrong. So, Except for the picture with Rich's face. Yeah. Was still that on. was in
0: crystal <laughs> <that> was crystal <laughs> clear. That was working. <laughs> of course. And so, every- I mean, seriously, like, boom goes the dynamite does not <laughs> do this justice. Well, Rich
3: is going... Could you just bring up any video, any video Seriously, I'll talk about, I'll, just something? If you
0: really? So I, it, 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 that, it, that's the philosophy. Is like, let's talk. Everyone's sitting at home watching this thing crash and burn. We're all seeing this. I'm living it, unfortunately. But you're with me. You're along for the ride. Right. So at one point, I just look at the camera, and it comes back on me after of the 18th time of the video not being there, and it goes to black and pops right up at me. I remember I just looked at the screen. I'm like, I am broiling in my own sweat. <laughs> That was the line.
3: That was the line. It was so gorgeous. Oh, it was gorgeous <laughs> is definitely of all
0: the adjectives.
2: <laughs> was, it was one of my most you gotta, favorite. TV you might have. You're a You're probably
0: sitting at home. In your condo, condo whatever. The
2: station has to have this I, on. I have it at on. home. I have, have it. You have that actual? I have that. I'm going to bring this with, all back don't. in. I know. I should have, have it, it
0: with me. I
2: have that
3: along with the Northwestern anchoring. I mean, right. I, oh, I no. saved this. FedEx I FedEx
2: to us next week, please. This, this, this is all going up? Yeah, this is to this go has up.
0: Has to. Okay. Katie, you're the best. It's good to see
3: you. Oh, Rich, this has been so fun. Going
0: down memory lane Oh. This is good.
2: You're welcome to call in anytime. <laughs> more more <laughs> anytime. stories, please. I don't know these
0: guys would eat it up. Rich on vacation. We're back oh, hosting uh, and we get Katie uh, on No, the no, no. The inmates in the asylum, are, that's a bad mix when I'm out of the country. Uh-oh. That's not going to happen. And we have right, Maybe got, it'll cause... happen. Whatever. Do what do you guys want to do. I don't really care. All about it. All right. Uh, thank you, Katie Brown. My Katie pleasure Brown. pleasure
3: has been all mine. That
0: was amazing. <laughs> I knew you'd love it. <laughs> Let's get to Matt Light. Wow, what an opportunity we have here on the Rich Eisen podcast. This man has been uh, has been the protector of Tom Brady for so many years. Eleven year career. He is retired from the New England Patriots, a three time Super Bowl champion. And the best part about this interview, uh, Matt Light, is that you have come on. You have agreed to reveal all of the Belichick secrets. All of the Patriot secrets in just in just one interview, and I can't I can't thank you enough for agreeing to do that.
1: Yeah, it's been thank a you. lot of fun. I'll see you next time. <laughs> no, really, I appreciate it. It's been
0: fantastic. Wait a minute. I was told you were coming on here and just pulling the curtain back on all that. Did I get bad information? Did I get bad information here? Listen, every now
1: and then you have a, a, a team of people around you that you think you can trust. Yeah. And then I
0: infiltrate your world and see what happens? <laughs> it's a whirlwind of So, okay, so I got bad information. I got bad information. So, you know, if you are planning on a career in in the media, uh, you could do you could you could pull a tiki, you know, which is first chance you get with the paparazzi bash your quarterback. Yeah, you could could go there. I could. You could do
1: that. I'm I, just, could. I'm- I could I can pick on a lot of people in that organization. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's But seem- you know, I, as much film as I probably have on them, yes. I'm sure they have an equal oh, amount of dirt on this guy.
0: Oh you know? really? You yeah. gotta watch your back even you though you're even though you're out of the game. You do, you know,
1: and, and I think that um <laughs> when you when you think about it right, yeah. like who do you really want to upset the most? It has to be guys on other teams. So, so I would probably, if i might have my hit list, okay. I would start maybe somewhere else in the AFC East and then make my rounds and come full circle back well, to the Well, O.C., we could start with O.C., right? <laughs> oh, we've got a great relationship. Just ask him. <laughs> Just, I, he wears that thing right on his sleeve. He
0: wears that. I mean, there's lots of guys. Yeah, and he right? took
1: advantage of me. You know, I was ill during the week. I, could, I, I didn't even have a good rebuttal. My mind wasn't working right. Yeah. I mean, you were
0: ill during this past Super Bowl week.
1: Yeah, yeah. What, what happened? Did First you time been? I was sick in years. No kidding. Yeah, it was a stress, man. It was it was the all stress. the comments that he had, and yeah, you know, thinking about the big game, and psh, I couldn't sleep at night. No, you know, I had a little stomach bug. Mm-hmm. We kind of had it floating around, and uh, but we, it
0: was all good. Well, a lot of us thought it was just the savvy veteran of, <laughs> of uh, avoiding of media five day. Super Bowl, five Super Bowl appearances, <laughs> eleven seasons mm. avoiding media day. We thought that that was just a great way to tap out of the podium not have to answer the same questions being asked of you in a 60-minute media session. That's what we,
1: we yeah, did. We you know, all
0: looked at each other we're like, okay, yeah, sure. And there was part say. of me that thought, you know, this
1: media day is going to be crazy. Then there was another part of me that said, I know what to expect. Yeah. I can actually combat some of this stuff. And, and 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 honestly, you know, if you're one of the guys that has a podium and you're actually facing the chaos mm-hmm. versus actually, you know, being on the
0: floor – Right in the middle of it, it's it's pretty entertaining. So you've been you've done, you are by the way you'd have been podium worthy. You you po- did have a podium. I did have a podium. You did have a podium. I think Connolly
1: filled in. Yes, Which- Connolly. Sure, he,
0: <laughs> he felt great <laughs> about that. Connolly Connolly would have he would have been no offense to him he would have been the uh, the floor roamer that would have been his he would have been he, roaming he the might floor. have been but he had a perfect perfectly good perch. But you made him podium where they took they took you when your name went down and Connolly's went up. That's what happened. In this this year's past year's media day, yeah, Did I know. You, for for your five Super Bowls, were you podium worthy? Deemed podium worthy for all for, five? No, of them?
1: not for one. I think uh, the only one that I had the the podium was you know
0: the, this the last one. Yeah, are you
1: kidding me? You know, look, I mean here, what
0: it, it, mean, offensive linemen, You know, we're kind of obscure. That's but listen, that's true. But you're you know. You're 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 different. You not only have a personality, but uh, I shouldn't say it that way because all the other offensive line. Wait a minute, I have personalities too. I wouldn't mean it that way. But you're 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 Brady's protector. I mean, you're Tom Brady's protector. That's actually how I introduce myself. Yes, is that what you when said? I
1: go when I go in to see my kids, they're like, uh, you know, it's like. Here's what my dad does for a living. Right. They don't introduce me as like you know this is Colin Lights dad or like right. this is the guy that protects Tom Brady.
0: keeps Tom yeah. Brady, upright. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's that's pretty yeah. much that's that's how I'm known. That's not a bad. Which,
0: which you know it's by got the its way perks. that's not a bad that's not a bad
1: line. I can get dinner reservations anywhere. Well, you got a Visa commercial out of it, didn't you? I got a Visa commercial. Uh, I've had free free pair of Uggs, an Audi, <laughs> free pair. Stetson cologne. Are you kidding me? Come Stetson. on, Stetson. Cologne, which you thought that went what? out of style. Are you serious? Is you that true? Sure you Thought that went out of
0: style. Yeah, like with J.R. Ewing after when J.R. <laughs> Ewing got shot. <laughs> I think that's when it got. Well, it's back. I promise you. So it's you back. got out of your relationship with Tom Brady being Tom Brady's protector. Stets- no Stetson Cologne. Really?
1: Yeah. And and we we ended up uh using one entire bottle on the back of a guy's jersey. <laughs> On his way out to practice, and yep. I can't tell you how fun it was to have him look over and accuse everyone around him right. of having the worst cologne on anywhere. Who'd you who'd you do that to? Uh, Russ. I mean, I feel bad about it. Who'd you I mean, who'd you do? Russ was our Russ Hoekstein, one of the one of my favorite all time teammates. Right. I can't tell you, and it's probably a guy that most people haven't heard of. He had the backup role for a long time, filled in. Well, Warren Sapp made him famous one Super Bowl. Warren Sapp did make him famous. I believe. And he played his heart out. I mean, the guy stepped in for Damian Woody for the Super Bowl, the entire playoff run. Right. But still people, you know, kind of forget about a guy that isn't, you know, in the starting lineup week in and week out. But he's had that role for eleven seasons. Right. And he's done an incredible job. Besides all that, one of the funnier human beings on earth. So you you poured an entire bottle of the Stetson cologne and I'm telling you it's quite pungent it will sting <laughs> <pungent>. the nostril <laughs> yes it is it was phenomenal and it didn't have it didn't dawn on him until about halfway through that you know perhaps this could be me this smells it could be you. I mean the quarterback's eyes are watering <laughs> they, they can't
0: stay under center I mean it, everything's in a quick count but Brady had to have known what it was <laughs> if he was the one who provided the Stetson cologne yeah it, just, it smells yeah. like a, a a familiar aroma and I'm um, just show you how I can just get thrown off just hearing Stetson Cologne. Did you, did you say Audi? Did you say you got an Audi? Got an Audi for a year for, for cause Tom
1: had, I think he, a, I think had, he had a deal. Yeah. And, and, uh and I can tell you that whoever has that Audi now, and I, and I apologize. So it smells but, like
0: Stetson Cologne.
1: <laughs> and it is, has the hardest miles ever put on an Audi. So you got the Audi
0: and then you had to give it back.
1: Wait, yeah. Yeah. Which was tough. You know, because when you come, you become one with something that's free. Of course. <laughs> you know, you, you you truly do have a bond. Yeah, I'm
0: sure you do. I'm yeah. sure you do. So you, and you had to give it back. How many miles did you put on that for the year? Oh,
1: we had over 20. 20?
0: Yeah. Oh, a lot of man. trips. I mean, if
1: we had an option of taking one
0: of our vehicles or the Audi. Right. Yeah. You know, so, some poor guy and like Quincy of Audi, Audi of Quincy <laughs> no or something, doubt. got that car back on, who rolled this thing that had? Yeah, you know, and I and I'm pretty. <laughs> the accent was good. I see. I turned I ter- I ter- to my Chris Brockman, who's from the New England. Well, my wife, you know, she's from uh, she's from Boston. Yeah, she is the whole specifically whole family. Boston. Uh, the whole she's from Boston proper, if she likes to say. Huh. She's from Boston proper. Yes, yes, huh. she huh. is. So yeah, so so somebody from like uh, the, Some, the Quincy s- Audi or something like and that. And they're probably trying to figure worst, out how. The Audi.
1: S- yeah, certain marks get in this thing. Like I'm pretty sure an Audi isn't supposed to have a bass boat strapped to the top of it, or you know. a <laughs> A pile of clay targets and you know other <laughs> or, awkward things or Mitt Romney's dog or
0: something. <laughs> Governor <laughs> Romney's dog from back in Massachusetts. Yeah, well, oh boy, we've been through it all. So you you uh, now have finished your playing career. How 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 did you come about that decision? I, I guess I have to go back to. Oh,
1: there's always that question, how long do you want to play? You know, mm-hmm. how, you know, How long can you do this? How long do you want to play? And I think that that doesn't happen in year one. But after you've proven to yourself that you can actually keep up with the guys, you do start to think about it. So, you know, I think that number 10 is always a round number. Guys say, man, if I could play 10 years, i would be phenomenal. And before you know it, 10 years, you know, it's there in a blink of an eye. And then you start telling yourself, okay, now, now what do I want to do? Well, going into my 10th season – you know, I'd had a number of different surgeries and dealing with the off season, and, you know, everything that's wrapped around that. And then we had the lockout. Ugh. And so you, you go through, you know, in your mindset of, you know, how long am I going to do this? And then you have all this freedom, which wasn't really freedom. I mean, you know, you're trying to figure out how it's all going to play out and you got to, you know, continue to work out even though you don't have a facility. And so, you know, I think the combination of the lockout last year kind of getting a little bit of a taste of civilian life. Seeing my kids a little bit more. How many you have? Year. How many kids you have? I have a ten-year-old daughter and then two boys that are seven and five. Okay. And I think that, you know, taking all that into consideration, um, halfway through the year, it just it dawned on me. You know what? This is this is the best. This is the best run anybody could ever ask for. And, you know, and I'm not just talking about 2011. No, your whole career. The whole career has just been incredible. I mean, so, not if
0: you, if you think about it, so. Um, you have three kids and you got it. It's interesting. how so You said you got a taste of the civilian life where mm-hmm. you're able to just be around your family and then yeah. so midway. Th- so do you think you'd be playing right now if it wasn't for the lockout, if you didn't get that taste of seeing how the other half lives or.
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I think it definitely played into it. Um, more so uh, was, was the fact that, you know, look, I, I, I honestly thought that, some of the issues that I'd had, I'd faced with my Crohn's and, you know, some of the things that had been nagging had kind of gone away a little bit. And then they, they come back in a big way. And so you have a little bit of it is physical, right? Mm -hmm. And I've never really worried about, you know, am I going to be walking at 65? I I knew going into this sport that I'm probably not going to be the most nimble of creatures, (laughs) you know, later on in my years. Sure. And, um, it it, it, it kind of all surfaced in my mind you know it's it, i got i got kids that are growing up right in front of me i can't be there for them for 6 7 months out of the year you know i mean by the time you get home and you're playing and you're older i mean you have enough time to get back and say hello good night go to bed so you know it was the right thing to do you know and my kids are at that age too where i mean you know you, know, you, you got kids i mean yep. it's it's 10 year old daughter i mean there, there's a there's a big difference between an 8 year old daughter and a 10 year old daughter and then the same thing go for you know my boys are like little terrorists. They try to burn things up and destroy <laughs> stuff every chance they get. So uh, you know, helping my wife out and being a part of the daily routine. I mean, it's been it's been great. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And fourteen surgeries
0: in your career. Yeah, uh, uh, you had that. Were where most of them knee? I mean, how many? Ooh. I mean, you, you sound like the operation guy. Like we yeah. take out your breadbasket and things of that nature. Shoulders have been done three times, and those mm-hmm. were all legit. And those are horrible
1: uh my knee's been done a few times, but nothing nothing major, nothing critical although I, for a mere civilian it might be you know earth shattering sure <laughs> Just yeah kidding but you know what and then and then a host of other things that have come and gone, and you know you have fourteen or what was it 13 inches of my intestine removed. That's always fun.
0: That's your Crohn's disease is what yeah. you're referring to. Yeah. Uh, that that you, you did not let anybody know about that, correct? Until after you retired? Yeah. That was sort of a, a oh, by the way, you, you know, know it, I, I, I had 14 surgeries and you had 14 surgeries in your career and yet you missed only two starts in 155 games and then you retire and it's on top of all of that, you were battling Crohn's disease throughout the entire process.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that, and that was a, uh, you know, look, you, you come into the league and you're a, you're a young guy, you know, you're I, I was relatively healthy, you know, coming in, I only had a surgery, two surgeries before that, and uh, you know, my rookie year, you start bleeding in ways you didn't think were possible, which, by the way, Crohn's is like the nastiest thing to ever talk about. You, that, that's uh, what people don't talk about.
0: Well, it. why don't you? Why don't you? Explain to people. Crohn's is an inflammatory
1: inflammatory bowel disease. That Basically, your body views the uh, microorganism within your gut as being bad, which they are bad. If they're anywhere else, you'd probably be deathly ill. Mm -hmm. But within that region, they actually help to break down all the food and obviously process all that. And if you have an overactive immune system, which is basically what Crohn's is, it will actually attack itself. And when that happens, you have a narrowing or restriction and once that becomes completely blocked, you have a really bad problem. And so for me, it was something that I managed. It happened
0: my rookie year through medication. Uh, you know, I didn't. I, I'm not a medication kind of guy. So how do you manage something like that without med- Like you can't like mentally you manage it. I mean, you
1: know what you do? You you deal with the pain when it happens, and you avoid certain things. You educate yourself as to you know how you can best fight it using other means, and then you know you try to. Get by doing it as best you can, and well, diet it, is it what you're referring diet to? Diet is a big thing, and uh, you know, I, you, everybody wants to go or, organic and talk about how the health benefits of all that stuff. But really, um, you know, our bodies weren't designed to process certain things we process now, and so over time, there's been this big shift in how our bodies view all that stuff, right? And so, you know, so through the diet and everything else, I was able to manage it until a certain point when it became so horribly bad that my uh, what is it? Your um, what's the thing that gets inflamed? A lot of people have it removed. It'll the rupture. Appendix. There we go. Mm-hmm. The appendix. Mm-hmm. And so mine mine was so bad that it actually affected the organism or the organs around huh. the bowel. Okay. So my appendix almost ruptured. This is is this during a season? At this any time? is right. Um, this is in June, the first of June, and uh, of this past year. No, no. This is uh, two thousand. It was just after we won the two thousand four
0: Super Bowl. So you just beat the the Eagles. You just beat the Eagles. I think we just beaten the Eagles. Okay. I remember I was. Oh no, two thousand. Yeah, just beating the Eagles. I believe my. I can remember
1: my wife coming into the hospital, and she had gone to the ring ceremony at Kraft's house, Mister Kraft's house, mm-hmm. and uh, I can remember her vaguely coming into the hospital room. But I spent thirty days in the hospital, and that's a that's a that's a horrible experience to go through. And you know what? All that said, right? And there's so many things wrapped around it. You know when you when they when they open up your stomach, and they remove your intestines. I mean, they got, it has to come back to life. I thought I was back to life. I started eating a ton, ended up not moving anywhere. They had to pump it all out. I mean, just
2: terrible oh, experience,
1: well, right? Right. Uh-huh. But when you live through something like that, and you're able to come back, and, and by the way, that, that surgery was at the beginning of June, and I was back in camp, you know, two weeks late. So by the end of July, you know, I'm back doing what I do, and I was down to 260 pounds. You know, you lose 40 pounds when you don't eat a drop, or drink a drop of a flute or anything for 30 straight days. So, you know, all that said, right, you can, you can look at it one way and you can say, "Whoa, is me, this is horrible. I might have to have a bag for the rest of my life. I might not ever be able to function normally. How am I ever going to gain the weight back that I need? How am I going you know, how, how to live my life and do what I do? Right. Sure. Or you can, you know, take the other approach where, man, I'm just grateful that I'm alive and I'm glad that they were able to fix this for a while, knowing that it wasn't a perfect solution right and uh you know, let's do whatever
0: we can to get back do you and ever think about talking about this
1: while you were playing you know i didn't and, and the reason why um i i had i had two separate reporters that had called and uh and, and said they were going to break this news they'd heard through some nurse or somebody at the hospital probably and i you know i i respected their position as what they did you know for, i get that industry i understand it but i i politely asked that they wouldn't do that And I didn't really give them a reason why. I just told them, you know, if they wouldn't mind not sharing that with the rest of the world. And and they respected that. Uh And so I have a lot of respect for them in turn. Sure. And um, the reason I didn't want to do it is because I didn't want that crutch. As a player, look, um, one of the things I pride myself in is that if I'm going to go out there and do something, I'm going to give it everything I got. I'm going to lay it all on the line and if it's not good enough it's not good enough and by the way they're going to let me know if it's not good enough but i'm going to i'm going to compete against myself each and every day and i didn't want somebody else saying well you know what light – you know he did his best he could you know given the fact that he's got crohn's i mean who wants that crutch you know right
0: um so that 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 was that was my reason behind it but now you're you're freely talking about it and you don't mind talking about it or or yeah you know I, how do you stand whats your whats you're feeling about it now that you've retired because in a way i mean I'm sure people who have this and are hearing that you you played with it uh I can't imagine they wouldn't be inspired by something like that that they could go through their their daily lives or whatever they're doing um not as a tom Brady protector but whatever <laughs> they're doing it it seems like this this could be something good yeah you know it's
1: in One part was to honor, you know, you know, look, Mike Reese was one of the guys that came up and said, you know, hey, I I know this is an issue or heard it was an issue. Are you going to talk about it? Right. And um, because he was Mike Reese and because he had honored my wishes, I felt like, you know, this was the time to do it. Sure. And and to to your point. um, So many people suffer from this and and nobody wants to talk about it. It's just, it's no fun to deal with. And for the people that have heard the story, and I haven't really gotten into it a whole lot, but for the people that have just heard that I've suffered from it, the emails have flooded in. And, mm-hmm. you know, now they're saying, you know, look, I have a nine-year-old son that's been dealing with this. When he heard about you, and he heard about, you know, you playing at a high level, given the fact that you suffer from Crohn's, it boosted his spirits immensely. And, and you can't, you had to put yourself in that mindset where this kid's been dealing with this every day of his life. Every time he eats, he has pain. And so, yeah, there, there's a part of me that says if if that story can get out there and help a couple of those kids get by for a few more days, or to where they can maybe receive some better, you know, help medically, right? Then, cool, good deal. You know, I I, I can I can talk about that.
0: Was there at any point that you almost missed a game because of this?
1: <sighs> yeah, yeah, several. I mean, several times where. Um, you know, it was just hard to deal with—not so much the pain, but just the constant. You know, nutritionally, trying to keep weight on. And I'm—I'm and I'm not a guy that wants to carry 315 pounds regularly. You know, I mean, with this
0: great-looking physique, <laughs> yeah, come and you on. know, yeah, absolutely, the ladies—the ladies demand what they demand. They I, do. I understand, man. Sure.
1: And and you and you struggle with this too.
0: Yeah. You know, just sure. I don't. People wanna... throwing themselves at you all Always. the time. You're not wrong. The podcast is a big chick, man. <laughs> <laughs> Word podcast at all, sure they, they love it. No, oh, yeah. chicks stick.
1: it. Sure. It's a hot deal, but you know it's it's difficult to maintain all that stuff. So, um, yeah, there, there were definitely times where I struggled, but I w- I would say that you know for a while there I had a lot of you know it, it was smooth sailing to some degree, mm-hmm. and then this this past season it started to come back again, and it all goes into the equation. You got kids, you got health issues, you have you know something to be thankful for. Why push the button too far? You know, and,
0: sure and you mentioned how there were a couple of reporters you mentioned Mike Reese a uh, longtime Boston Globe um uh beat writer yeah who found out about this and you were able to say hey do me this solid and they they did uh otherwise though a, a locker room like the patriots locker room very little gets out of there informationally i mean Airtight. Air, it is airlock Tight. It's like one giant Tupperware <laughs> container. It is your 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 locker room has Ziploc freshness. <laughs> yeah, we do for information. I mean, it is it is airtight. I mean, the freshness parts. Maybe, a maybe of yeah. Stress. Well, certainly. Well, this the this stetson cologne. We we'll go back <laughs> to that. But it is it is airtight. And is that Belichick or is that a craft down to Belichick? I mean, it just seems that this locker room organization nothing gets out of there. And any even Welker yeah. saying this past week hey my my contract's not going so well, even that that was such a breach of patriot way etiquette or or operationally such a yeah. breach of their operation that even Welker backed away from that when you know he's only talking about a guy who who wants what he thinks he should get, yeah, so what what can you describe at least that for for somebody who's yeah, you,
1: you know, I think uh, it's it's really a simple concept, and it doesn't really fit into you know the grand scheme of things when you look at the NFL and how a lot of other teams handle the media and issues of that nature. But uh-huh. I think the Bills' motto is, "Why give them anything? It's not what we do. We're about winning games. We're about." Uh, you know, the Patriot way. And that, and that basically consists of doing your job. I mean, it, it's it's so stupidly simple when you've been in it for so long, but it is a difficult concept to grasp when guys first walk in the door. And, you know, if, if, if you had something to gain, very rarely do you see a guy gain from speaking about any topic, whether it's, you know, something very mild to, you know, a contract situation. You typically don't have anything to gain from it. And so, and, and everybody else is kind of in that mold, right? And there's always been good leaders. There's always been veteran guys that have been around. They kind of set the tempo. And you don't know, hear a lot of stuff in practice, you know, and you don't hear a lot of stuff around a locker room. And you definitely don't see a lot of quotes from our players in no, the media. No. And it's not going to come from our coaching staff. So when it's not there, it's not present, that's not the culture, it's kind of easy to fall into that.
0: And it's, it's also easy to, it's also easy to um, maintain that when you've got the rings, though. Too, i mean winning, a,
1: winning cures a lot winning of does because yeah. if you're
0: losing and you're not talking and the media is not feeling like they're getting something that's 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 the that's a bad brew that's bad. a bad mix so yeah. it helps to win a whole lot a whole <laughs> yeah
1: you know and and i tell you what when it, we work with kids through our foundation and and look i've learned a lot of lessons you know playing for the patriots organization being around you know bill and his staff and yeah, you know, look. I mean, a lot of my adult life, I've spent in that organization. Sure. And when I look back on it, one of the things that I that I, I try to impart to you know my kids, other kids that we work with, is the fact that you can literally ask people as as the leader of your organization, as the CEO, as the boss, as your as a father, you can ask people to do things that you know most people would balk at. If you have two main ingredients. Mm-hmm. Number one, you win, and you're or you're good at what you do, right? Sure. And number two, you're in there doing it at the same level as as what you're asking everybody around you to do. So, when you look at how Bill, you know, fits within the organization, he's the first guy there. He's he's he never I don't know I, don't know, I think he's got a cot somewhere. Yeah. I mean, you know, so you you can't argue his work ethic. You can't argue how much time he puts into it. You can't argue. You know, all the different ways in which he thinks on levels that most guys can't even begin to understand. And he really takes everything in consideration. I mean, situational football and all the little things, you know, it's it's incredible.
0: I've done this for nine years now, paying attention to the NFL every day of my life. And I have not seen a better situational team in any sport. Than the Patriots. We spend a lot I, of time on I'm it. I'm telling you what. <laughs> it's a, it's unbelievable. I, I mean, from my eight years on SportsCenter and now the nine years or eight years doing this now, this is our actually our 10th season NFL Network will be covering coming up this fall. I've never seen, I mean, I guess La Russa and the Cardinals or what have you. I'm just talking about any sport. Yeah. The Patriots, I mean, if there's a loose ball, other teams are just like, okay, incomplete pass. There's always somebody mm. going after that. For the Patriots it's just it is remarkable to me and you say you work on that all the time I mean like after non-stop. practice how non-stop
1: how though I mean, I mean you, you pull up yeah he'll go back and pull up film from when you know he was in New York in the 80s you know to, to, to prove a point you know look like this was a problem then this is a problem now here's a rule change I mean rules I mean we'll dive into rules like you couldn't imagine but it's always for in that quest to make sure that there's every stone is looked under. You know, there's nothing left out there that could be a what if. You know, every scenario has been played through his mind. I don't know how you keep that pace for as long as he's done it, but that's Bill.
0: Because normally, wouldn't you? Has he? Has it always been that way? Because to me, it would be you've got to get the macro down before you could fine tune it to something like that, or. Or he just assumes that, that everybody has that ability to comprehend the game at, at so many different levels. Does this make sense? You know Yeah, what I mean, I, mean like- I think
1: he brings in a certain type of guy, right? He wants a cerebral guy. He wants a guy that can process a lot of different things. And if they're asked to do things, you know, outside of their comfort level, that they're able to at least explore that, right? Right. So there's a certain kind of guy that they look for. And, you know, on top of that, I think repetition will cure a lot of those problems. You do it over and over, and it's, it's just this relentless pursuit. And it's kind of how we schedule, schedule things. I mean, there's very little time to use the restroom, grab some food. I mean, it's scheduled every second of every day, which in a lot of ways is kind of comforting to some guys because they know exactly what to expect and how to go about right, it. Right, right. And, uh, you know, it's just that system. But, again, to do it at that level for that long. Um, and, and he'll tell you, as a coach to a player, this isn't an easy place to play. But if you want a shot at winning, this is what we're going to need to go through. And did you ever have to ask for
0: the hall pass for Coach Belichick? <laughs> did you have to raise your hand and say, "I have uh, to go to the bathroom." That's what it's. I you mean, know,
1: thank God his his morning meeting never went over an hour.
0: Um, <laughs> Certainly, if you have it, to hydrate, and I mean, and gosh, no you never yeah. know what's going to happen. Tell me something about Brady. I don't know. What do I know about him?
1: You know, I think he's. Um, what do you don't you know you, you don't know a lot about him he's 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 fairly secretive in his you know outside the football realm mm mm-hmm kind of life he um although he's i mean he's an la guy right well i mean he's, he got, a he's got a spot he's
0: got he's got i mean, he's call got it several it, spots to call right a spot yeah here yeah. in the los angeles community i think would be doing an injustice to the word spot in any definition right. of the word spot but he does have a spot here yeah uh-huh. um and you know he's got the the supermodel wife who backs his play which i'd love that
2: they're I, awesome, they're I, awesome I, I
0: loved that when she went back first of all after, I didn't have a problem with that either. Uh, please, come on. First of all, who heckles a supermodel? That's all I got to ask. I mean, please. I mean, who who heckles a supermodel? Someone from Jersey or, I guess. or somewhere near Big Apple. I loved that she went right back at that guy. Now, the I, problem know, is that it came across as maybe being, uh, you know, uh, denigrating Wes Welker's play. That's, <laughs> that's where the thorny issue became. You know but, what, though? But I'm pretty sure that
1: in her mind, there wasn't anything about Wes in her mind. It was more you're talking about my husband and I'm not in the mood. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yes. Do you really consider all the ramifications when you say something and you're and you're very angry in this no, world? Of course not. Never. You're thinking about exactly what it is that just fired you up. And so I think most
0: sane minded people mm-hmm. said, Way to go, girl. Right. Good work. And and did you know after the Super Bowl this year? When you were at that, uh, you and you and Gronk were doing the Gronk. Did you know that that was your last? That was your last? Yeah. Game? You knew he, it. Yeah. That was over. And,
1: and you know what? That That's not why that happened. I, I blame that solely on um, Bud Light and, and, and their new platinum. I mean, that's 6%. Nobody said that. <laughs> Nobody put that on the label. They didn't make that. You know, they didn't make all of us aware of that. Okay. All right. You so, don't know.
0: You had no idea. Uh, you were and, the test case. And I was thoroughly dehydrated after what was a very that long game happen. indoors. Sure. But you knew at that time that was it. Yeah, yeah. Do you knew that putting on your your helmet that day too? I did. Yeah. What was that like?
1: It was wild. And and you try not to think about too much. You know, you don't you don't change your routine. You don't do anything different. And uh, but did you ever, going through it? Just, there's a little bit of relief though, right? It takes a little bit of the edge off when you say to yourself, "Hey, man, no matter what happens, whether you have the best game of your career or it's horrible, this is it. So just go out there and do what you do." kind of let loose, you know, uh-huh. take a little of the edge off. Yeah, sure. It was good. It was. It, I mean, it, it wasn't good from the sense that, you know, this is my last game. This is the last time I'm going to suit up and put my pads on. This is the last time I'm going to have that sense of getting my ankles taped, which those are the little things as a player that most guys, you, you don't start thinking about those things till well after the fact or you walk back into one of those locker rooms and you see these guys in there. I mean, they're using this tape remover, this nasty stuff to get it all off your body. Mm. You know, you're in the training room and you're going through this stretching routine and – you know, you got these certain smells that only come up in certain situations. Oh, gosh. No, no, but I mean like they're they're more like, you know, uh, certain things that you use yes. when you're getting ready. You know. Sure. And and I never
0: I never heard the aroma as a, a, uh, as, as a powerful motivator. I never, never I heard I, heard I that tell before. you, you know,
1: you put knee braces on for an entire season and they've never been washed. There there's a lot going on uh. there. Yes. <laughs> Damn, Febreze that's the will
0: not Febreze. touch that. I promise you. Febreze. It's a Febreze less situation. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> Very much. Well, speaking so. of a, a, a breeze in that respect, that's pretty crazy too. You have been the protector of Tom Brady, and you have been the protector of Drew Breeze at the collegiate level. I'm a lucky guy, right? Those are, did you have? I'm trying to figure out. I don't know off the top of my head. Somebody between Breeze and Brady? Or you went straight no. from Breeze to Brady. Well, we had we had Bledsoe for a few weeks. Okay, so Bledsoe for so you were you were protecting Bledsoe uh, in by the Mobile Lewis moment, yeah, which was wild. You know, they literally have
1: the guy in the locker room, and he comes back out, and then he goes back, and he's got a severed artery or major—he
0: had a major line or whatever major it was. internal injuries. Sure, yes. and and they're,
1: and they're rushing him out as the game's over, and uh, what what an incredible, incredibly scary moment, especially in your rookie year, and I mean, old Foxborough Stadium and the whole night. I mean, a lot, lot, lot of crazy memories back then.
0: Yeah, and then Brady. Steps in and
1: just goes goes wild, and you know, it, it, and it wasn't like he just stepped in and had it all figured out. But he always had that swagger, he always had that demeanor that you know lets you know that he was one hundred percent committed and into it. And uh, you know, it was easy to
0: it was easy to block for a guy like that. Well, you know what it is, uh, obviously, Matt. It's it's the Wolverine in him. I had to go there. It's the Wolverine uh, in him. You know, I I understand a little. I you're let a little that hatred go. You know, well, you have to. You have to when you're the protector of
1: Tom Brady, you have to let that go when you lose every time you face a certain opponent, yeah. it does make it very difficult. well, after a while, you know it just you know I had to go back to nineteen ninety six though my my only highlight of my entire life playing football yes, came against the Wolverines when we beat them. I want to say it was five to nothing <laughs> at Aid Stadium, okay I caught a seventeen yard pass from Rick Tresker, a lefty, okay? <laughs> it was more like someone launching a grenade. Ball. Knuckle, okay? knuckle ball. I, I grabbed this thing out of the air. It was one of the most <laughs> acrobatic, uh, athletic moves you've ever seen. Why wouldn't it be? And then I trucked uh, Woodson.
0: You trucked Charles Woodson? In his, in his, was that his senior, Heisman had
1: to, year? had to be a senior year. His Heisman Trophy. Year. I'm just, I'm just saying. I mean, I mean, he probably remembers it. I mean,
0: he's, he's, he's. It probably well, 97 wakes up was their that. Heisman Trophy. It was his, was was his final year. So maybe was, it was 97 his final yeah, year. Yeah, it was his Heisman Trophy year where he he edged out a, a guy named Peyton Manning for that trophy. It was an undefeated national championship season. So that hit that he took from me
1: is probably what elevated him mm. to work a little bit harder. Yeah, to go the extra mile.
0: Is that what it is? You you you're a factor. You're yeah. a factor, Matt Light, in so I many that. different you, ways and you didn't
1: have to say that, but before, I appreciate it.
0: Before I let you go, let's talk about your foundation, the Light Foundation. I know this is something that you have been uh um intimately in, uh involved with. It's uh it's part of your DNA. Let's let's talk about that briefly. You
1: know, it's an awesome thing. For 10 years now, we've had um a lot a lot of great events that we host and uh we've been able to Create programming, unique programming. You see, there's a difference, right? In a nonprofit world. There's let's host an event, let's raise some money, let's find a nonprofit that we can work with to, you know, help them further their cause. And then there's the thought process of let's raise these dollars and let's create our own unique programming to find a way that we want to really make an impact, right? And so we went from the throughway approach to really being more hands on and we have a six hundred acre facility. It's incredible. It's in Ohio. We We're bring- in Ohio. Where my I'm hometown, right just outside of my hometown, right on the Indiana border, okay. outside of Greenville, okay? Yeah, middle of nowhere, um, very rural, a lot of woods, a lot of trees, a lot of bugs. Sounds it. And we get kids in the outdoors and we bring them in from all over the country as part of our leadership camp, as part of our youth hunts, as part of our football camps and, you know, all the different programs that we've either created or we partnered with other groups. And you know, when you when you're around these kids, and, and, and I'm a big believer in not being a one-hit wonder um you know these kids stay in our program for four years and you get to watch them grow up and we had our first graduating class last year in one of these programs fantastic it's pretty awesome pretty amazing when you see a kid that comes in and he's you know a little goofy or a little kind of out there and doesn't have a good relationship with his mom or you know doesn't have a dad in the picture and teachers at school are telling you that you know this kid would be all right but you know if he just had a little bit of direction and you give them a little bit of that direction, and it comes in the form of family members that help out with the camp. Uh, comes in the form of, uh, you know, introducing them to people that can be a positive influence in their lives and, and showing them, you know, what the real world's like. And uh, it's been fun for me. It's been fun for my family. And, you know, something that I would say that of all the things, uh, my Super Bowl rings, they've been in a lockbox since the day I got them. I've never seen all of them together one time. Is that right? I would have loved to have had a fourth one to throw in there. Yeah. Would have loved to have had the fifth one too, but these oh, these giants. Yeah, I know, right? But you know, all all that said, right? Like, I'll probably never go to the Lockbox to you know actively seek those things out and put them on display. But all the memories we've had with the foundation and the kids that we serve, it's been it's been great. That's up there. It's awesome. So why
0: wouldn't you look at all three?
1: Why why not?
0: Why not? I just uh I mean, a big deal. It's a,
1: it, They're 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 pretty awesome.
0: They really yeah. are. I mean, I know you've seen them all. I'm sure the Kraft family hears that and goes, "Wait a minute." You know how much those rings cost? You're just chucking them in a box. And
1: and, and I did insure them. I mean, I've got the okay, paperwork. Good. I'm sure you did. I'm but sure uh, you, did. you know, and, and they are they, they really are amazing. I think one day my kids are going to get older and come back. Hey, Dad, what where's that where's that one lockbox at that has those?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I'd love to see them.
0: You know, and, and that'll be fun. Okay, that'll be cool. You can spend. You can yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that's great. Uh, you're you're awesome, dude. I, I you know oh, I, at at like foundation right on Twitter. On Twitter Correct? at Life Foundation, then, and then what's your what's your website? Uh mattlightfoundation.org, and we uh, just Matt updated Light it. So. dot Oh, a whole new a whole new look. Good look. Yeah. So you retired, and now you're throwing your work into the digital uh, area. That's very impressive.
1: We are, yeah, and I know you guys are too. Here. By the way, what am I, what am I doing? You're, you're, you're doing some crazy digital stuff here. At the oh, NFL we're crow, We're nuts. You oh, the NFL, NFL Media.
0: On. Oh, it's that's oh, crazy. It's we're, yeah, we got it all working.
1: And by the way, I've, I've always enjoyed our our banner. Or back and forth. Oh, is that right? I have.
0: Well, even though, you, even though you know, you, you, you. on Patriots camp, we used to do that. Many we used times. to do we, on, we on had, Pat's camp. We had some good moments. We had some. I uh... don't think. Is this your first time on the podcast? I don't think you've been on this podcast. I've Certainly, in my shower curtained room, it's your first time here. I,
1: I, I think I've called in. I think, yeah, I think you did call in. I think once. I have. Called he did in.
0: call in once. I guess it was. Yeah, yeah. My, the producers are all reminding me. I guess it was that memorable. Every time, every time, I know. Every time, I'm sorry. It's too easy. It's too easy sometimes. It's the low hanging fruit. Do you do a Harry Carey impersonation? <laughs> I've been told that you do. Listen, or do you do Will Ferrell doing Harry Carey? I, I do. I basically do Will
1: Ferrell. I, okay. I, I'd like to do anything Will Ferrell related. Why not? Um, and if we had two seconds, we do have two seconds. So in this whole retirement thing, right? I, I would have been perfectly fine mailing it in until until somebody said to me, "Hey, don't you want to thank the people that have been around you for this whole time?" Right. Okay, and it dawned on me, and I was like mailing in what you're. Well,
0: yeah. M- Mark McGuire once faxed me his retirement, which Tony DeLuise La <laughs> loved. Liked that That's too. true. He did. That's he, pretty incredible. Yeah, he just said, "I'm I'm retiring," and, I, and then I interviewed in him. in a and, fax. Yes. Like it came across your thing, yeah, the, and 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 because he didn't want to do the whole what you're talking about, he didn't want to do the whole it's dog and pony right? show. He didn't want to do that. He just wanted to say I'm out and 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 run off into the sunset. That's but what again, because do. when
1: you talk to the media, you usually don't have anything to gain. I forgot plenty of people when I did my speech, and it, it, it's it, it, it's kinda, it's kind of it's kind of hard. Okay, so so you did. So did I'm thinking do... about all this, right? And, I, yeah. and I'm and I'm saying to myself, and and then of course, you know, when, when I speak to Robert and and uh and and they, you know the whole it's a whole family affair Jonathan and Josh and David awesome. and the whole
0: thing I'm telling you man they're incredible people they are Oh, you know i mean you 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 really there for are. the kickoff and i'm not just saying that because years. yes i was i've been the host of patriots kickoff dinner 3 years uh you went to the super bowl for two of them got to seem you had an undefeated you had an undefeated regular season in one of them oh no we 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 have you up on the wall and as part of the time, reason and each time each time i get you out of there by a quarter after 9 which I have to tell you, that is an MVP performance. Y- right there. You've always honored that quarter after nine. M- much appreciated. Yeah, you got because you guys got stuff to do.
1: Yeah, your auction skills do need a little touch up. I mean, you got, <laughs> you got to be able to talk a
0: little faster. You know, you got to roll sure. the tongue a little bit. No, you're not wrong. Other I'm than that, you've been. I'm not saying there's not room incredible. for improvement. I mean, there's, there's always room for improvement, just as you say that. But so, anyway, so, the so craft I'm people this are whole awesome thing. people. Yeah, yeah
1: and, and they set this thing up, and they it literally. You know, stayed in communication with me, you know, worked out a date, did the whole nine. They put on, you know, first class event like they always do.
0: There's, there's no, they don't know how to do anything else. And as I'm class. thinking
1: about this, like, what am I going to say? How am I going to say it? How am I going to do this? Right. And of course, this is like 24 hours ahead of time. In my mind, the only thing that I, I can't, I can't have a serious thought for five seconds mm-hmm. because every time I'm trying to mold this, the only thing I can think in my mind is how awesome would it be if Will Ferrell came and crashed my retirement speech? <laughs> like just as I'm getting ready to go up there, he yeah. barges in. Yeah. Yeah, and it's As, selfish because I I, I want to see him. Like, I want to okay. see him perform, right? Sure. So it's probably selfish on my part, but I thought, man, that would be really. He's crashed weddings. Yes. I mean, As he's, he's crashed funerals. And crashed, yeah, just, he's crashed. Has he ever crashed a retirement speech? I, I think don't know. not. I think not. I want to be the first, or it was either that or I wanted to release Doves. I really <laughs> did. And so, and and, and and listen, out of Release the respect dubs. of the whole formality of the whole thing, right? Yeah, uh-huh. I didn't do it, and, and I'm I'm kind of upset at myself. You
0: should have, you should have, you should have released the doves at the very least. I so what did you do? You just played it straight. I played it straight. Well, you know that works sometimes too. It but releasing tough. doves would have been impressive. <laughs> I've never heard of that in any sport. Would have been phenomenal. and Will Ferrell. Who would you wanted him to crash as? Ricky Bobby? Would you want uh, Anchorman? Yeah, you want, which which Will Ferrell would you want? Um, would you want? Would you want um, more cowbell? Uh, Will Ferrell? I mean, that's going off. That's going off the board a little it, it bit. Is right going there, going off the
1: board a little bit. Or, or even Harry. Harry. You know, Carey. When sure. he when he did that one, he, it it was one of those things where it started off in practice, and mm-hmm. I would just do like the hi, you know, and the, and then like it, it just built from there, and then right. we would be messing around in practice, and then we get to the Super Bowl that year, and. There, Bill likes to have a little levity for the defensive guys he sometimes. Does. He does. It, it's okay. it's a little known fact. Okay. And uh, and it really, it maybe not so much Bill, but the defensive coaches. And I think Romeo had started it. And it was just something that they would do on Friday nights. I don't even know what their whole format was. But for whatever reason, they came to me and they said, Hey, Light, would you do the Harry Carey thing? Would you have some fun with some of the coaches? It was the year that Romeo had you know already agreed to... Know, take the head coach job and Charlie was on his way out. Sure, so we had a lot of things. The gang up. Was, was breaking up. It was the last chance, right? And so I do this thing, and it after the Super Bowl, I can I'll never forget it. I didn't know that Mr. Kraft was in the room watching it, no. which is kind of awkward. I was still a younger guy at the sure. time. Sure, and he comes up to me and he says, you know. I took. I asked for a copy of that. I put it on the on my plane on the way home, oh. and we watched it. And I'm like, oh, God. that means Mrs. Kraft saw it too. No, doubt. <laughs> like, like who? Yeah, like, how do I explain? Did you myself? work blue? Did
0: you work blue a little bit? You oh, the but, but bit yeah, right yeah, I yeah, bet you did. yeah. You're my boy blue. That's right, Bob. That's <laughs> It's another blue. Yeah, another, no, yeah, another, you're right. Old you're school. Right. I mean, yeah, you could have gone so many different ways. I know, yeah. and and
1: and I, and I wish I would have put more thought to it because he he would have come. He would have done something he, extraordinary. He, he would have accepted it as if it was him getting it oh, is what God. I kind of thought, you know, See? and he would have gone on about his career.
0: Instead, you went with your career. You went next level with your career. Again, uh, 153 starts, 155 games, 11 year career. You went to the Super Bowl five times. And on top of it, the light foundation exists. And so many people were touched because of that. You are the man. Matt. It, like, you are the man. Good luck to you and your next endeavors. I'm, you're going to join the paparazzi that you so denigrated. This is—it's never, never anything good <laughs> comes from talking to the paparazzi. Nothing ever good. You just keep your mouth shut. Now it's just—you got to change the, script. the industry, flip the script. man. I'm going to change the industry. It's, it's, it's not like it's—if—if if this what you choose. Just—I mean, no one could have been worse than Sterling Sharp in his career. And look at him now—he's
1: <laughs> fantastic. You know what I mean? And look at yeah. him now. Yeah, no, you're right.
0: Good luck to you and your and your family in whatever you choose to do and whatever you're going to do, Matt Light. You're the man. Well, you're always a class act, my friend. Appreciate Thanks. it. Thanks, pal. Yeah, that's Matt Light of the uh, I, wow. I almost said of the New England Patriots, right there. Formerly, formerly of the New England Patriots on the Rich Eisen podcast. <sighs> Matt Light, everybody, and uh, Chris Long, Chris Brockman. This was a fun podcast. We had uh, amazing. I walked down a personal memory lane earlier. I, I can't wait. for Katie tapes. Brown, how'd you feel about all that, Rich? Fine. That's my history. Are you worried I about us seeing these tapes? No. It no. is. It's it is what it is. No, I could I could go on and on um, oh, sure. about my first night on the job and well,
2: we have to get her on the phone and get her back on for sure. Yeah. Th- plus plus she's a, she's a
0: great broadcaster. She spent, you know, decade and a half as the news director uh, sports director in, in Portland, Oregon.
2: I like how it kind of yeah. came full circle with your you met uh, Harry Callis in a bar. And Harry Matt, Carey. Or Harry, Harry Carey in That's a bar. That's your Philly roots and right then, there. And uh, then Matt, uh, Matt uh, Light does a Harry Carey impersonation. There you go. Who knew? So,
0: hmm? Pretty good stuff. Full circle. These things sort of fall into place, just like Namdi and Joe Walsh last week. And again, we're going to have our final podcast of the week coming out with me and Brian Dawkins, and that is when we will announce uh, the winners of uh, the signed autographed, uh, the autographed copies of Joe Walsh's
2: Yes, Analog Man, which we've gotten a ton of uh, tweets. We Um, did get a ton of
0: tweets. Good. Um, And also we're going to give away a couple of the Billy Bob Thornton books, Yep, the the Billy Billy Bob Bob tapes. tapes. I'm about halfway through that book. It's uh, it's really good. I bet. I bet it's real. I mean, I'm sitting on the beach this weekend just laughing out loud, and people are just looking at me. There you go. Yeah, or we'll or maybe they're way. laughing at you. That's what I'm thinking. They're, uh, they're just wondering the why I'm just cackling to sort myself. He's looking for
2: avocados with his shirt off. All oh, oh, right,
0: oh. all right. See, but that's—I don't. That's part of the reason why I don't mind, you know, revealing part of my past since letting people in. Sure. Since we did that with you. Chris Crossman and your lovely, uh, your lovely girlfriend. It's perfectly all right. Still dating her, right? Still dating. We're still good. We're still good. Um, and uh, very good. This has been a long podcast. So let's let's wrap it up. We got Brian Dawkins coming up uh, this week as well. The television show will be Brian Dawkins and Matt Light and Jim Mora Senior on Thursday at one yep. thirty p.m. Eastern Time. We'll also drop a little bit of Jeff Schaeferen, who gave us a exclusive. big exclusive. That curb your enthusiasm is not coming back just for this season uh that he believes it'll still come back one day At some uh, point. soon, but this season uh the creative minds, Larry David and his partners are getting together to making a movie a curb like movie not a curb movie, it's not a curb movie a curb like movie. movie.
2: He, he's one of my I've, I've had multiple friends that listen to the podcast come up and they say we love the curb one but one of the best parts again was the writers and yeah, yeah. just him hearing the back story of all the stuff I, I could listen to him and forever. the dictator stuff awesome. so he's that's uh,
0: th- that that uh, uh, podcast with Jim Moore senior reviewing all films including Jeff Schaefer's dictator um, that's out there as well so go to rich for everything that you need thank you Chris Absolutely. Thank, thank you Chris rich. we will see you uh, on the next podcast
3: Stay listening, friends.